We're on the air. Let's see how the broadcast gets from the studio to your home. I just want to hear the music, that's all. Is it too complicated to just keep my records in the category, okay? Just put the rock and roll in with the rock and roll. Put the R&B in with the R&B. I mean, you're not going to put Charlie Parker in with the rock and roll, would you? What does it all mean? I don't know. Who is Charlie Parker? Yes! Sounds Visual is a podcast featuring interviews and long-form conversations with DJs, crate diggers, record collectors, vinyl enthusiasts, beat makers, producers, and musicians. Welcome back to another episode of Sounds Visual Radio. My name is Justin. Thanks for tuning back in. Today, on the ninth episode of the How Deep Is Your Crate series, Steve Cater checked in with us from his home base in San Diego to talk about a record that needs no introduction, the Meter self-titled debut album, released in 1969 on Josie Records. There's not a lot about the meters that hasn't been said already, but there's a reason this album remains a classic bedrock of funk. From Ziggy Modaliste's sinewy drum patterns to Art Neville's spicy organ stabs, the meters created a swaggering, timeless sound where the pieces locked together effortlessly and hypnotically. Modaliste once described the songs as sound bites, as, quote, entries of different grooves and different ideas about groove album that's always worth revisiting. Let's talk to Steve Cater about the Meter's debut record. Hey, this is um, Steve Cater in San Diego, California, and it's real great to be um, here with Justin Meyer in Portland, Oregon, an old friend, and we're going to be talking about music, and the record we're going to talk about today is just a classic of classics. And it's the first uh, and debut album by The Meters out of New Orleans. To tell you a little about The Meters, The Meters was uh, led by um, Art Neville on keyboards. Um, and the rest of the players were George Porter on bass, Leono Centelli on guitar, and Joseph Zigaloo Modeliste on um, drums. And The Meters um, kind of mixed um, 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 at the time, which was really original, you know, they kind of mixed the meters like moved forward before they released their first record in 69. They were called the Neville Sounds and they were like a house band and numerous clubs um, in New Orleans. They backed singers. You would see their name on record. But 1969 was their uh, debut record. It was released for the Josie label. And the big song in there everybody hears and um, um, been covered by a bunch of people is um, Sissy Strut. Thank you. 
Sissy Strut sold almost half a million copies. Don't quote me on it. The singles are, are quite somewhat easy to find on this record, but what's hard to find is the album because it did not honestly sell a lot of copies. A similar band like Booker T and the MGs, somewhat similar. I mean, they sold a lot of copies, but it took a while. It took like a, a lot of things like um, they stayed together till like the, um, I believe like mid seventies, they evolved into the Neville brothers, but it almost took uh, uh, compilations coming out in the late seventies through the nineties to expose people to the meters. And I mean, people like Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones and tons of musicians uh, were fans and to kind of bring the meters back to like the public light. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were fans. Fishbone were fans. A lot of different people were fans of this band, and they actually got back together. Um, sadly, I never saw the Reunited Band play, but they got back together about 25 years ago, and they played in some major cities. Um, they would play every once in a while at the New Orleans Jazz Festival, and just an amazing record. Uh, the tracks on the record are, um, I'll just run everything down. Um, Sissy Strut, which I mentioned, here comes the meter man. Covered by Grant Green on one of his early 70s Bruno records. cover of um, Sly and the Family Stone sing a simple song called Simple Song. I'll give you the credits on it. Um, Alan Toussaint was one of the producers. He co-produced with Marshall Seahorn and some other things I wanted to add. It was recorded at Cosimo Studios in New Orleans. I do have some cool stories. I mean, I've worked the last 20 years as a concert promoter, talent buyer, so I've got to meet some amazing musicians and things like that. And through my work, I mean, I've got to meet and uh, various other associations. I've got to meet um, 
all the original people in the band. Sadly, as I mentioned, uh, Martin Neville um, passed away. I believe it was two years ago, but I met all the guys in the band and it's kind of nice um, um, to talk to them about their music and they really appreciate it and the legacy. And one of my most amazing stories definitely is I got to produce about 10 years ago. I was booking a theater here in San Diego called uh, the North Park Theater. And I got to produce, uh, I got to uh, book a solo show by Alan Toussaint, the producer of this record, you know, one of the most iconic people to me, still unsung, but I mean, in terms of soul and rhythm and blues and New Orleans music, I mean, one of the most iconic producers, singer, songwriters, and I encourage everybody out there to discover the work, uh, not only um, his own work as an artist, but all the productions and the songs Alan Toussaint um, has done. I mean, he's just an amazing, amazing man. The, the songs he's written, produced, and again, his solo work, which is a little more obscure, but Alan Toussaint was the co-producer of this record. So I got to do a concert with him and it was nice, very nice man. And I was just kind of like his go-to person for the day. And I picked him up at the hotel and was there with him at the concert and things like that. So it was just really nice, like the stories we talked about and him producing this record. And one particular story um, um, that really struck me is there's a... a in one of those songs, there's a, a refrain, a vocal refrain, and it goes, um, Ukuchi u, Ukuchi ah, Ukuchi u, Ukuchi ah. And I asked Alan, I said, we were talking about um, producing the meters, and he told me that. They were in the studio and they decided to take a break and get lunch or something like that. And they got lunch, they moved, you know, uh, drove the car to maybe five miles away from the studio. And they were coming back and they were driving across um, um, a bridge and the car stopped. And then they tried the car, all, all the band and Alan were in the car and they tried to start the car again and they started it. And the, and, the, and the muffler engine started uh, sputtering, going, ukuchi, 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 ah. And then the car started, and they got back to the studio, and somebody started riffing on that, or vocally uh, humming that line. Anyways, that became part of the, the uh, song, and, you know, the rest is history. So, I mean, that was just like a very uh, beautiful, uh, special, one-of-a-kind priceless moment in terms of uh, music for me and um, my connection um, to that record and to the producer and meeting all these people, the musicians on this record. The Meters, I believe, have, um, how many records do they have? I believe they have eight albums total. And uh, they had three records on Josie, then they went to Warner Brothers. And I encourage you to check out, you know, all the records. Definitely prefer the first three on Josie. They're for the most part, an instrumental, you know, kind of funk, soul, etc. vein. Later, they added uh, vocals. Um, those records are nice. Anyways, um, whether you could get a, an original or a reissue or find them, you know, we're talking about vinyl, but you don't have a record player, get the CD or just listen to the music, you know, support this band and, you know, um, spread the word and spread the love about this band.
you know, um, the meters is just a sort of thing. I mean, naturally we're going back to things being sampled and et cetera. But I think the meters in terms of the soul, funk, rhythm and blues genre, this record is just still to its day. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a timeless record. I mean, every like five years, there'll be somebody new that'll name drop the record or things like that. That's my one record for today. And I thank you, Justin, for uh, having me. For an archive of Sounds Visual Radio episodes, please visit our website at soundsvisualradio.com. You can find us on Instagram at soundsvisualmedia. You can find us on Facebook at soundsvisualpdx. Or you can email us at soundsvisualradio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.